Okay, welcome to our third episode of Christianity A to Z. We have done an introduction, we have done adoption, we've done the Bible, and today we are looking at the letter C, and we're going to be talking about the church. With me today is Pete Woodcock, who is the pastor of Cornerstone Church Kingston. Hello. Ben, who is one of our assistant pastors, and uh, I'm Tom Sweetman, I'm one of the assistant pastors here too. And uh, as I say, we're going to be talking about the church, what the church is, what it isn't, and what it means to be a part of it. So, um, Pete, why don't you kick us off with uh, a definition of the church, if you possibly can give a um, succinct definition of what the church is. Well, I think a great definition is at the end of uh, Peter's sermon at, on Pentecost when he preaches uh, to a whole load of people from around the world and they respond to Jesus Christ. So they've responded to Christ mm-hmm. in salvation. And then it says uh, in chapter 2, verse uh, 42 of the book of Acts, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Uh, And there's other stuff there as well. But those things are are, are really what makes a church. There's There's a devoted group of people that are sitting under the apostles' teaching, which is now the inscripturated mm-hmm. word, the Bible that we were seeing in the last, last session. Um, so they're under that teaching, working through that teaching in their lives, fellowshipping, which is partnership, working together, encouraging each other, uh, meeting together, breaking of bread, uh, which which I think really d- does mean um, that they're... they're, they're it's not necessarily communion there, as people would think, but I think it is eating together mm. um, because that's part of fellowship. Uh, we're we're sharing that which is uh, uh, ours with uh, with other people, and uh, we're praying. Mm. Now there are other things you can add, but that's a pretty good lo- good good verse. Great, thank you, Ben. Other things to add on definitions of the church? Any ways in which? We can flesh that out a bit. Uh, just that the Bible uses quite anthropomorphic language to describe it because there's nothing really quite like the church, is there? It's not yeah. a club. It's not a uh, sort of just a, a group of people that meet together. Uh, so the, the Bible uses language like bride to describe the relationship God has with it, mm-hmm. which is quite a, an amazing picture, and body and using lo- lots of different parts to make up a body. Mm. Um, and one body... Uh, so if, if if I stub my toe, my entire body feels it. Um, so that's not just you know a group of uh, sort of limbs hanging out; they're all interconnected. Mm. Um, so it's just quite interesting the, the 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 way that the Bible has to use anthropomorphic sort of things to describe what mm. this actually is. Mm. It's 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 a really significant uh, thing that God mm. has designed. Mm. That's really good. So we've got. We've got God's people gathering under God's word, fellowshipping together, eating together. Uh, we've got body and bride to describe it. Um, in our in our membership course, which we have at the church, uh, one of the verses which we use to describe the church or to stress the importance of the church is where Paul says in 2 Corinthians, I've forgotten the exact place now, but he's talking about the church and he says, um, they committed themselves first to Christ for salvation <clears throat> and then to us. And what we say there is that to be a member of the church is to be as committed to one another Mm. as we are to Christ. Now, in our individualistic age, that may sound like quite a high bar. Mm. You know, committed to Christ, we can understand, but as committed to Christ as we are to one another, um, why do we we think that's so important? Well, because something of what um, Ben Ben just said, you know, we're, we're... 
it's described the church as the body of Christ mm. and he's the head mm. of the church. So you've got this one thing. How can you uh, be committed to the head without being committed to the body? I mean, it, it would be sort of nonsense. Mm. It doesn't make mm. sense. And, um, and constantly throughout the whole of the Bible, it's always God's people. It's, it's, it's not individualistic. Mm. We're called to a family. That's another name for the church. A building. That's another name. You don't just mm. have one brick. Um, and so there's this constant reference to the community of yeah. God's people throughout the entire Bible. That's just a big thing. In our individualistic age, we think I can get right with God uh, and exclude the church. That, mm. doesn't, that doesn't make sense mm. uh, to in the Bible. Mm. You mm. can't really do that. Mm. Uh, sorry, I've forgotten quite what the question was. But No, just, just yep. talking about just why commitment to the church is such an important thing you know it's not just a club well, because but, because christ um, was totally committed for the church yeah. and so there are brothers and sisters and so christ died for this group of people mm. which we are among mm. so we're never to think of ourselves individualistically mm. it's always uh, in the body of christ my brothers and sisters mm. in the family of christ mm. a brick in the wall and it becomes very difficult not only to read but to obey quite a lot of the new testament instructions doesn't it if mm. we don't exist within the community of god's people so how am i supposed to you know forgive one another as God in Christ has forgiven you, mm. how ca how can I if you I'm can't not even um, no. pray uh, the prayer Jesus taught us? Our no. Father in heaven, you know, forgive our trespasses. It's, yeah, um, it's a it's a communal prayer. It's corporate language, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, and if I've got to bear with you, bear with your burdens, that means that I need to know what your burdens are and to be in your life and um, to be affected to, by them. In to order be affected to by bear them, them you yeah. have to impress them on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So. Mm. I mean, I, I, there's like vast quantities in the New Testament that you just couldn't put into practice if mm. you weren't part of the church. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's—I I, mean—it's not a Bible illustration, but it, it's a good one. I always think it's—it's it's how we are sanctified, made more like God. Uh, you know, it's the pebbles on the beach illustration, mm, isn't it? Mm. That those pebbles are smooth and round because they've smashed up against each other, um, uh, and before they were in the sea smashing up against each other, they were ragged and sharp-edged. Mm. And that's how we grow as Christians ourselves, not just uh, caring for other our brothers and sisters, but actually, you know, the, the temptations to, to argue, the learning to love each other, to forgive each other, to bear, as you say, each other's burdens, to start again with mm. each other, to work things through together. All of that is a bashing that makes us a smooth pebble in mm. in in God's eyes. Mm. One of the other things we do in our membership course when we're talking about church is we, is we kind of try to explain from the Bible why church is so important and then some of the ways in which we try to put this into practice at our church. So um, it's not that we do everything perfectly, but uh, we've talked about this idea of um, community and relationship and growing together, sitting under the word of God together, fellowshipping together. Maybe it will help listeners just to talk about what, what are some of the ways we try to um, do that at Cornerstone and um, you know why do, we love, why do we love that? So Ben, start with you maybe you could talk about some of the ways in which we fellowship together in more normal times and yeah well we obviously on a sunday morning gather together as the people mm. um and i think this last year we've really noticed how important that is we've actually really missed it and every opportunity we've had to open the hub up to gather on a sunday morning whether it's just watching a video which we did sort of early last year 
uh, or whether it's um, just a few of us, like 15 people in a room listening to someone speak, there's there's something tangibly, palpably different to sitting at home by yourself mm. watching mm. watching uh, the same thing really happen, but on a screen. Mm. So we gather together um, uh, on a Sunday morning and, and we sing. I mean, it's well documented just uh in a secular sense, that singing together is good for you. Um, mm. That was in that was a revelation in the newspapers. I remember a few years ago, mm. uh, and so it was like join a local choir because yeah. it's great for your mental health. Yeah. But you know, we've been doing that for thousands of years, Christians. Mm. We've sing praises to God, mm. um, and something that we so we meet together now here in lockdown um, in uh, March 2021, um, but we're not allowed to mingle still. And that is another thing that's really important. So it's not just the singing together or the sitting and listening, but it's the, how are you? How's it going? Mm. Like w- how, you know, you moved house last week. How mm. did that go? It's the, um, it's the being in each other's lives uh, mm. that also happens on a Sunday morning. Mm. Mm. The other thing is, I think we expect kind of people, you know, with the gifts and the opportunities that God has given them to, to contribute to the life of the church, don't we? So um, it's not just the case that we want a group of paid professionals doing all the work, but there is this sense in which we're trying to equip one another to serve to serve one another. Um, and so we're always trying to encourage that, aren't we? People well, use not, their not, gifts. Not, and, I was just going to say, yep. that's, the, that's the amazing thing about a church is that there's a place for everyone. Mm. Um, they're, they're, it's not the 80-20 split, like you said. There aren't leaders who lead and everyone else is bums on seats mm. actually the 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 way that the church works is we are a body we're made up of ears and noses and fingers and elbows and everyone is an important essential part i mean ephesians chapter 4 says christ himself gave the apostles the yeah. prophets the evangelists the pastors the teachers to equip his people for works of service yeah. Yeah. um and therefore if you are part of the church actually you know we've got the expression god's gift to the world you are, if you're in a church, you are Christ's gift to mm. that church. Mm. Seriously. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it won't work that's without you pitching it? in. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's... Uh, there's a great equality in that. Sorry, yeah. Isn't yeah. There? No, okay. but, but a diversity. Yeah. Um, but, but because because uh, that's what the church is, isn't it? It's unity in diversity. And that's what a body is. It's mm. unity in diversity. An eye isn't an ear. A finger isn't a nose. Um, uh, but they're all needed and mm. they're all very important and as important as each other to keep the body mm. going. So there is an equality, uh, but a diversity. And, and and that is, in many ways, it's what the world is hankering after, yes. isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's constantly asking for equality. Uh, um, but it, the trouble is, if, if you, you go, often you go for equality um, only and everybody should be the same, so you get uniformity. Mm. Uh, or, or um, uh, it's everybody's to be different, you get anarchy. Mm. But in the church, you get this um, uniformity mm. with diversity mm. because mm. it's a body. Mm. Therefore, the, you know, the, the person that, um, you know, uh, all they can do is is to is to say perhaps clean the toilet of a building yeah. that the church is meeting in because a building isn't the church. Yeah. Um you know, you say all they can do, phenomenal. Mm. What, mm. A, what a wonderful thing to do. And that's really, really important. Mm. And it's a gift to the rest of the church mm. so that they can use that without, you know, mm. Mm. all kinds of diseases and so forth. Mm. I remember you talking about, um, or well, I think we were all there actually, perhaps at, uh, at an international 
kind of party we did some years ago for the internationals in the church and we we realized that there was something like i can't remember how many yeah. nations were about 40 about 40 nations were represented in the church and it's just wonderful to see you know that is a fruit of the holy spirit's work isn't it you know what what else could unite such a group of people um, in, in that way. And know? there can't um, be racism there. Yeah. You know, we, mo- we might make cultural faux pas. Yeah. And, you know, we may upset each other and we need to learn how to, to treat each other. Mm. But you can't have racism in a church because the Lord Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, mm. died on the cross for my Chinese friend, my French friend, my German friend, mm. You, mm. Know, um, mm. uh, you know, wherever they're from, mm. and me. Mm. And if we're brought as brothers and sisters, they're my brothers and sisters. Mm. So mm. how can you have racism? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, you mentioned just now as well, and maybe it would be helpful to move on to this a little bit just to help clarify further what we mean by the church so you said the church is not a building no um definitely th- not yeah <laughs> i mean it's annoying isn't it because uh, we're so used to you know walking in the countryside yeah. and you say where are we heading well we're heading towards that church <laughs> i always try to say that religious building mm-hmm. because um because or rain it, shelter or rain, uh, or rain shelter <laughs> yeah. you know yeah um now we don't have to be nasty to no. each other but a building is a building yeah that that a church might meet in. Mm. I mean, most of those little parish churches mm. aren't churches. Mm. They're religious rain shelters mm. and mm. religious people meet in them. A church is a body of people that love the Lord Jesus Christ and mm. listen to his word. Mm. Yeah. Other things that the church is not? Um, you had to, I mean, one of the things, one of the things we have in our, I've got all this stuff with the membership course because we've just recently done one. One of the things we say is it's not like a gym. Yeah, um, where nothing of re- is required of you except money, mm. and you can leave any time you like. <laughs> um, so we don't want to be that, do we? Where people it's just more so like Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so people come, and you know, to like a gym, it's mainly about self-service, yeah. individualism, getting what you want out of it. They might require my cash. Um, but if I want to terminate my contract, I can do so. And I don't expect anybody to ask me about that or yeah. question me. I can just, I can just, so it's not a gym. Yeah. Um, it's more like a family or a body. Um, just thinking about other ways in which people can get the wrong idea about what church is. Um, well, it's consumer, it? isn't it? Yeah. It's consumer. It's McDonald's. It's mm. a drive through. I mean, I went, uh, believe it or not, I went, uh, when I was in America once to a drive through church, a drive in church. And it, you, you, you go in and you sit in your car individually and they had co- what they called communion yeah. in your individual car. Yeah. And, you all, and I was looking, it's like sitting in a car park in Tesco <laughs> yeah. and you're looking, there's a woman in her car <laughs> taking... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, there's not even that. Um, so it's not a drive through, let's get some ex- uh, uh, um, uh, uh, spiritual nourishment, McDonald. Mm. Uh, I like a Big Mac, you like uh, whatever it is they serve, mm. you know, an Egg McMuffin, mm. um, uh, and we take it or leave it or, mm. you know. Yeah, or I don't really feel like a Big Mac today. I might go and get a soup somewhere instead. Yeah. You or I'm not hungry today. Go to Preto Manger or something. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay, let's, um, let's talk about then, um, so in the book of Hebrews, one of the, you know, one of the most famous... Oh, sorry, sorry, just go back to that. Yep. Or, or like going to the cinema where you sit there and you have an experience with a whole group of people watching a film. You might laugh all together and clap and move and you don't talk to the person next to you. Yeah. So, you know, some 
modern versions of churches, uh, you know, uh, like, Hill, like Hillsong. I yeah. went to Hillsong and I couldn't really recognize church. It, it, it was, it might be something good, I don't mm. know, but um, it was basically sitting in a theater uh, watching a show. Mm. And mm. however good or bad that show may be, it wasn't a church. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it didn't have that one anothering yeah. aspect in it. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about the, the line in Hebrews where it says, do not forsake meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Um, what, what are some of the reasons in your, both of your experiences that people do give up on church? You know, why, wh- why might people decide to forsake the gathering of God's people um, to just leave and one day you just don't see them again? Um, yeah. any, any thoughts on that? I, I've, I've, um, well, it's, it's funny because I've got some friends I grew up with uh, who, who have done exactly that. Mm. They, they've, they grew up in the church. They had a great time. They professed faith. Uh, and now sort of in their mid twenties to late twenties have, have sort of stopped going almost like a test to see what happened. And then they find that they're okay. That's, that's how they put it. And they, they actually, funnily enough, they look back at our teenage years and sort of see golden years because they were in great, you know, we had a great youth group, we had a lot of fun together. Uh, we were growing it. Um, and they have since, uh, left, um, that church, gone to university, got married, mm-hmm. uh, moved to a different city or town, try to find that same uh, level of um, goldenness. So the same, you know, they've got these tr- treasured memories of being part of a family and and they, don't, they can't get that immediately in these other churches. So they move to another church mm. and move to another church and eventually uh, just fizzle out because they don't have, in their own words, um, it's, not, it's not doing what it used to for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Which is which was quite. I mean, given everything we've talked about, is is a strange way of thinking about church. Mm. Um, but that that might be one reason why mm. people leave because mm. they aren't getting what they expect church to give them. Mm. I, I think that's, that's right. back to that consumerism sort mm. of idea, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I think that's you know where I don't know what our P is going to be in this A to Z, but um, that's where the perseverance comes mm. in. And sometimes people are just tested through time. And so uh, you get young people that they they're at church. They think they love Christ, but they actually don't. Yes. They love the things that Christ brings. Mm-hmm. And church is very, very wonderful. Friendships, youth groups, all the things that you've just said. Then they find their girl there or their bloke there and they get married and then they have kids. And they basically were looking for that. And 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 church uh, was a sort of platform mm. for what that they wanted in their mm. heart and not Christ. Mm. So a lot of it is the exposing of did people really want were they here for the very reason because mm. they loved Christ. Mm. Yeah. And if if they if they say they were, then actually what's changed? Yes. Mm. Because yep. you're not going to church anymore. Mm. Yep. But yet you're still claiming, you know, we talked about this earlier, people saying, yeah, I still, I'm walking with Christ, but I don't really go to church anymore. Mm. Yeah. Church wasn't doing it for me mm. anymore. So now I'm doing, you know, I pray sometimes and I, mm. and you, and you think what's, what's changed? <laughs> mm. Why? Yeah. Who's why, moved? Who's moved yeah. here? Yeah. I suppose another reason is if you think about the culture we live in with, you know, s- social media, um, it, it's very easy in fact you can do it instantly to just unfriend someone 
Yeah. Just unfollow someone, yeah. get them out of your life, remove any Leave a influence. WhatsApp group. Leave a WhatsApp group. Um, and that might be one of the reasons that people forsake meeting together because sometimes it's just hard doing life together in the church, isn't yeah. it? And there might be people, like the pebble illustration, there might yeah. be people who you just don't really gel with very much or um, who you've upset. And it's quite hard to front up to them. And not only that, you've got to take the Lord's Supper with them, you know. Yeah. And, and so for sort of ease of social life, we might just think, I'm going to unfollow and unfriend this church because yeah. actually there's a relational jarring when mm, I meet. Yes. Um, but that is so good for us, isn't it? So, well, well um, that's what we're meant to do. That's, yeah. where, that's why it's a family and we're meant to work together. Mm. And we will offend each other because 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 another definition of church, if you like, is a bunch of sinners mm. coming together, isn't it? So there's no doubt that I'm going to offend you or be misunderstood or tread on your toe in some way emotionally. And that's where forgiveness and love and that's where growth happens. Mm. You grow mm. when you say, okay, I'm, I, I, I accept your apology. Mm. Uh, I want to move forward with you. Mm. And that's a godly thing to do, isn't it, is to mm. learn that forgiveness. Mm. It's, it's the same with marriage, isn't it? And, and it's definitely the same with church. Mm. I mean, another way is people just, um, uh, they, uh, you know, they turn, so <laughs> it's, a, it's a more of a subtle one, I guess, or a slower one, is where they, um, they, they, they don't, oh, is it Satan? Uh, it's, hard to, it's hard to say, really, but mm. they don't want to hear what the word says. Sure. And the world's word seems to be more uh, comforting. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then people will say things like, uh, oh, you need a break. Mm. Yes. Uh, 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 this will freshen you up. Uh, you, you know, um, and what that does is it turns um, serving into self-serving, uh, how I'm always feeling, what I feel like, and then uh, in the end I won't go because I don't feel like going to church mm. and it will do me good to have a break. Mm. Mm. And that's, a again, a worldly attitude. All these things are very worldly, mm. aren't they? Mm. I guess yeah and, or it's um people think well i'm not i'm not i'm not feeling particularly close to god today so i can't go to church i need mm. to i need to work i need to sort myself out before i can enter that building mm. um i'm feel, yeah i'm struggling really struggling with this sin so i feel very dirty so i can't enter that building yes yeah um, which is uh, again a misunderstanding of what the church is that is isn't it that's a really good one because that's just seeing it as a religious gathering where we go and pretend that you know, everything's okay, mm. um, rather than seeing it as a hospital yeah. where we're going to get nursed and ministered to by mm. by Christ, mm. you know. Um, and and sometimes, yeah. you know, uh, as Christians, we can come across as if, you know, maybe uh, as if we have nothing wrong with us. Yeah. And that's not right. No. We are to share our burdens yeah. and we're to share the, the things that, that we're tempted in in order to encourage each other to mm. carry on. None mm. of us are perfect. We all need Christ. We never grow outside of him, mm, mm. and we just need we just need each other. It's it's striking, isn't it? That really the way in which God is going to keep us as individuals in the faith is the church. Mm. Um, it is as others are going to minister to us and encourage us. That's how He's going to make sure we get to the end. Mm. It's, well, it's Augu Augustine, I think it was Augustine um, uh, said that you can't have God as your father if if the church isn't yeah. your mother. Now that's been abused. That saying, I understand mm. that you know by 
particularly the Catholic Church, mm. that sort of thing. Salvation is through the church. Yeah. But having said that, you know, that's a really very true thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, good stuff there. Well, we're, we're, mere- we're meandering around a bit today, which is fine and not really working through in any order, but there's just so much to talk about mm. talk about here. Um, maybe we should have touched on this at the beginning, but let's spend a few minutes thinking about the distinction between the, the universal church and the local church. So there's a sense in which we belong to the church worldwide, but there's an expression of that where we are here. Um any thoughts on on the difference between those two things and the relationship between the kind of big C church and small C church, if you like? Well, there is a, there is definitely a difference because mm. the universal church, as as it's uh, you know described, is is all those that are bought by the blood of Christ yeah. uh, from all uh, areas of the world uh, throughout the whole of history. Mm. So you know, you go to Book of Revelation and you'll see the church universal. Mm. But uh, again, in the book of Revelation, it starts off with church local. Yes. And, uh, and you know, the local church is the, is the expression of the body of Christ. So it, do, it doesn't go like, you know, Emmanuel church whatever here is an, is an eye. Yes. And um, St. Agatha's church here is a leg. Mm. And Cornerstone church here is a nostril. Mm. Um, and that what we need to do is to is to be completely unified on this earth, and then we can work as a body. That I don't think that's right. And I, I, I the the local church is the, lo- is the local body, body yeah, of Christ, yeah. and Christ speaks, and He's there, present, and uh, He speaks through His word and so mm, forth. Yeah. Mm. So I guess that that sort of um, takes down the idea that it doesn't really matter whether you belong to a local church so i could go to one one week another the other week because they're all the body and yeah. so i don't really have to commit anywhere no. long term i could just float around a bit as well so it's i good think to yeah, understand that deals that, with that issue yeah. yeah you're you're you are uh, at this local church i mean if if it's preaching the gospel and all the stuff that we've yes. said not yeah. just claiming to be a church mm. um uh, and you are to uh, be working in the body there mm. you are something even mm. if you're a liver mm. Yeah, there is a wonderful, um, just sort of off the back of that, uh, even though we are to be part of a local expression of the church, there is something wonderful, isn't there? Stepping into a church you've never been to and mm. being amongst brothers and yeah. sisters. Yeah. It's, it's just Absolutely. wonderful. Yeah. I've, you know, even in, uh, I, I went to a church in Germany um, on one of my gap years and they were singing a, a song that I knew, but in German, but it was the, it was the same tune. It was yeah. the same mm, tune. Yeah. And I was just like, I bet it sounded g- better, didn't it? It was, um, our God is an awesome God. It was like, <laughs> yeah. our God is dein Mächte, dear God or something. <laughs> um, it was, it was good fun. But, um, it was just like, it, you just thought, wow, look, Christ is at work all over the, all over the world. And mm. what one day Absolutely, in glory yeah. will be washed up with these brothers and sisters yeah. together, won't yeah, we? Yeah. But, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah, great stuff. I mean, um, linked to this, one of the things that we often say to students who come here um, and are looking for a church, uh, they might try, you know, lots and lots of different churches just just to find somewhere, you know, that they feel at home. And for a little while, that can be okay. But what can sometimes happen is they, you know, try three or four, don't really fit anywhere, go back to the first one they tried then it's reading week, so there's a couple of weeks off. Before you know it, it's Christmas. Mm. Then it can be January, February before they've even That's yeah. exactly. settled. That was um, my that was my was that, that was my well, path this, to the, cornerstone. Maybe this is where I got the illustration. <laughs> <then from laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and what what we're trying to say to them is, look, you know, 
you're never going to find an exact replica of your home church. No. Okay, but the questions are, do, do they preach the gospel? Yeah, do they love Jesus? Are they going to love me and help me grow? If you can tick all of those, then then that's home. That's mm. church, isn't mm. it? And you can throw yourself in there. And uh, even though stylistically it might be very different, it still is the body of Christ and uh, you, you can play a meaningful part in it. Um, so that, let's let's finish by talking a bit about the, the evangelistic power of the church. Um, in what ways is the church like a sort of big flag for the gospel in, in well, our world? Well, if it's running properly, like we've just said, it's yeah. a family. Um, it is a, it's a great witness to the world, isn't it? That the world is looking for community. You know, think of how many things are called community, the community, the something else community. Yeah. And people are looking for community. Uh, they talk about diversity, but often, you know, often it isn't diversity. They're, they're in a sort of group of people that are exactly the same as them and believe, you know, uh, sort of look the same. Um, and so church, when it's running properly, is quite diverse. It's diverse in age groups and uh, um, international, you know, where it, it re will reflect at least the local area and how international that is. Um, and abilities and intellect and, uh, you know, job-wise. Uh, so it's an amazing community yeah. uh, of loving and living and serving. Yeah. I mean, I remember what, the thing that really struck me once. I was doing a, 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 a talk at, um, at, a, at a church, and um, I got there early as, as uh, this bloke was putting the tables out, and it was, I, I think it was for the youth or something like that, and this bloke was a high court judge mm. and he had popped in just to lay tables out so that the kids could come and have a fish and chip supper and hear the gospel. Think, this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. church. This, yeah. this, is, this yeah. is this man who isn't saying, well, I'm a high court judge. I don't do that. Mm. He's saying, I do do this because mm. I want to serve mm. the gospel, you know. Mm. And I think sometimes we forget the power of that. So. Um, one of the things that we have in our church um, is that if, if a family has had a new baby, you know, their home group and a few others will will cook meals for them for two weeks and deliver meals to their house. And um, once you've been around Cornerstone for a while, you, you just sort of know that happens. But mm. when you talk to neighbours about that, they're mm. blown away by it. I mean, I really, honestly, it, yeah. it's just like amazing that mm. for 14 days, different people will be dropping food off to help you with your... Yeah. and. Uh, you know, I think that's part of what Jesus means, isn't it? When he says, by this, all the world will know that you're my disciples, that you love one another. Mm. And there is this sort of giving of self, mm. uh, which is just so powerful. Mm. And, um, it's and very authentic, yeah. isn't it? And it, it, it's one of the only places where that kind of thing is genuine. Because uh, if you go into Starbucks, for example, uh, they design it so it looks like a living room. And they smile at you when you go up to the counter and they ask for your name. So they write your name on the, I used to work in Starbucks. Yeah. So this was me at one yeah. point. Um, you write that person's name and you call their name out and it's like, welcome back, Timmy. Here you go, Timmy. Here's your coffee. Go, you know, and it, yeah. all of it is fake because yeah. it's not a living room. It's not, they don't actually know you. They don't no, care about you. It's probably you. a false name. It's probably yeah. a fake name. Um, it's just utter tripe, to be honest. But church, you come in. Where will you get a better welcome than in the church? And, the, and actually, to be honest, I genuinely think the coffee is better at our church <laughs> yeah. than Starbucks. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Great stuff. Okay, well, let's uh, let's draw it to a close there. Wonderful privilege to be part of the local church, and I'm sure there's much more we could say on it. But uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, next week, we are going to be looking at the letter D, and we're going to be talking about the devil. So uh, do join us next week for that. And uh, that's it. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's episode of Christianity A to Z. If you would like more content, you can go on to www.cornerstonechurchkingston.org and you can click on our resources or sermons page. Uh, You can also look at our social media channels to see when we're releasing new content. You can go on to YouTube. You can like, subscribe and hit the bell to make sure you get notified whenever we upload something new to YouTube. You can also download and listen to this podcast on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. Thank you.